For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We're talking about podcasts. We're talking about Merry Mini Monday, Chunkies. I'm Carter. I'm Dosh. Jordan. And I forgot the timer. Oh, Carter. <laughs> That's how you know it'll be good. What? This, this could be a, a maximum Monday. <laughs> 45 minutes. Buckle uh, in. Buckle in. We got you for 90 minutes. <laughs> Speaking of afterbirth, a star <laughs> was born. Were they? I've got one born today okay. on this beautiful February 18th. Yes, that's yeah. what today and is. And then I've got a couple born tomorrow. Okay, on okay. the 19th, which is on tomorrow. The 19th. But we'll start with the 18th. Okay. Turning 65 today. This wickedly talented actor <laughs> I wonder who has a is. wonderful balance of films that are famous for both the right and wrong reasons. In my opinion, his best film was fiction at 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. And his worst was science fiction, which was 3% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yep. Who is this actor turning 65? Jim Tribeca. <laughs> <laughs> the Talented. Jim uh, Tribeca. It's John Travolta. Tron Travolta. Happy Tron birthday, Travolta. John Travolta. You know the films I'm talking about? No. Yeah. His best film was fiction at 94%. Which one's that? Pulp. Pulp, Pulp fiction. fiction. Yep. Worst was science fiction at 3%. Uh, Battleship Earth or what's that? Yes. Is the oh, L. Ron okay. Hubbard one. The yes. Scientology one. <laughs> That's that funny. One, guys, that movie lost like $60 million. <laughs> It made only $8 million in theaters, and it cost $72 million. We should make. review it. Um, no, I'm not trying no, to get, get on the Scientology radar. <laughs> yeah. I don't, wanna, uh, I don't no want thanks. cars outside my apartment. Uh, Leah, Leah, what's her name, is going to protect us. Leah Romini. She'll Leah come Romini. She'll protect come and protect us. us. Thank ha- you, Leah. Happy birthday, you wickedly talented actor. <laughs> February 19th, tomorrow. Mm. Some may, argue, some may argue that this newsworthy 64-year-old is currently in the prime of his career. I'd have to say that 1994 is worth a closer look. He managed to be in okay. two cult classics okay. that were only months apart. Okay. I can't one think of his was name. very slow and one was very fast. Okay. I can't think of his name. Hold on. Some may argue that this newsworthy 64-year-old is currently in the prime of his career. I'd have to say that 1994 is worth a closer look. Wait. He managed to be in two cult classics only months apart. One was very slow and one was very fast. Um, uh, now I'm thinking I've got the wrong person because I don't think there's any way this dude is 64 years old. I'm taking a shot in the dark. Ready? Here mm-hmm. we go. Neeson's? Not Neeson's. In terms of a very slow, the theme was figuratively slow. Not literally slow. Now, in terms of very fast, that was literally very fast. Is it the guy from Dumb and Dumber? Uh-huh. It is? Okay, in from the newsroom? Uh-huh. Okay, and I can't think of his name. 
Um, Jeff Daniels. He is 64? 64 years old, Jeff Daniels. Okay, that's who I thought it was, but you said 64 and I panicked. In 1994. Looking good, Jeff. In 1994, he was in Dumb and Dumber Uh and Speed. Yep. Wow, same year. Same year. That's incredible. And those are two like pretty classic (laughs) for their genre type movies. You got your boy in there too. He was all up in it. Yeah. Kiki. Kiki. (laughs) (laughs) Strange as it may seem, this 15-year-old actress with her birthday tomorrow has a monster grip on pop culture. Yeah, that would be Millie Bobby Brown. Yep. Millie Bobby Brown, 15 years old. This girl already has a pretty awesome career. Yep. She feels like, have there been other actors or actresses when they were child actors that you were like, oh, you're going to be amazing She feels like young Emma Watson to me. Yes, that's oh, a good one. For some reason, I, she I kind of idolizes Emma Watson a little bit. I think of Carrie Fisher a lot. She Just like, looks like queen, young queen of yeah. sci-fi kind of a deal. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, because I'm I'm going to see in theaters that the King Godzilla? of the Monsters. Oh, you better believe it. I'm looks so pumped for that. It really, really. The director amazing. is like a self-professed like Godzilla nerd. Like no loves way. it, and that's why he was like, "We're doing these monsters. We're doing them right." I'm so excited. Yep. Yeah. That's gonna be the sweet. trailers have looked amazing. So excited for that. So that wraps it up. Star was born. I think uh, Millie might be our youngest star. Wow. Yeah. Thanks, the oldest Millie. was Reagan. So we've got yeah. we've got total opposite <laughs> ends of the spectrum. Thanks, but they have so much in common. I want that to be a review on iTunes. Like these guys have covered everything on their podcast from Millie Bobby Brown to, <laughs> to Ronald, Ronald Reagan. Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never believe what they're going to do next. So, Five stars. Uh, should we talk about the Grammys real quick? I think we should. I think it's time to like flex our uh, muscles a little bit on current events. I know it was a while ago and things. definitely yeah. not two days from when we're recording, but I know it was like a it while did, ago. It did happen. I mean, it is February 18th. On right. This day. It has already happened. We're, we're all not, still recovering from it. Yeah. It was so good. And I just want to say, I think it's about time, about time that all of those Grammys got recognized. <laughs> like my Mima. Yeah. Yeah. And your Grammy. My Grammy's name is Grammy. Yeah. She yeah. hosted. She hosted and it was yeah. incredible. And like, your, can, your, your, your Peepoo. Peepoo was, I was so happy for Peepoo. Can yeah. you imagine how hard it is at the Grammys to pick the Lifetime Achievement Award winner. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, because how many cakes? Oh, yeah. How yeah. many cookies? How many How many good hugs? Chicken fried steak. Yeah. How many How many presents under the tree? The craziest part of the this Grammys- This is my grown-up Christmas <laughs> <laughs> The craziest part of the Grammys to me was when Bradley Cooper went on stage and tinkled right in his pants. That was so <laughs> yeah. strange. Isn't that crazy? He yeah. seemed like Isn't plastered. that crazy? While Lady Gaga was accepting I know, an award. I can't like, believe that what happened. You, what's going on? I know. And, and, and then, he was- he was drunk and just tinkle. And then she sang that that good song. Yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> that was unbelievable. That was crazy. Unbelievable. I love the oh, and by the way, I, I'm surprised you guys haven't congratulated me to, today for calling it on the Morgan Freeman thing with Batman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was really We thought it was a joke. And at then the they pulled the trigger. Too. They announced yeah. it at the Grammys, yeah. which is it's weird. It's a Batman Beyond thing. He's mo- old Bruce. Most Maybe of those grandmas were like... What happened to Adam? <laughs> Adam West, Val Kilmer. Val the good Batman. The good Batman. Oh my gosh. We know nothing. Nope. <laughs> um, I'm glad you brought up the Batmans because we're going to do another rank you very much. <gasps> we're going to rank the best film. Batman's oh, representations. Oh no! Does Kevin Conroy count because he was in Mask of the Phantasm, which is a movie? Which is a movie released in theater? <laughs> sure, but I'm not going to know a lot about that. <laughs> I guess. I guess technically, you're representing Batman. I mean, you're yeah. voicing him. 
Yeah. yeah. So if that does count, that feels like cheating. I will say that. Hey, <laughs> I don't think I can Let, rank let's get rid of that because how many people know about that? Everyone. Only the people that matter. Well, <laughs> mm, lost so many listeners. <laughs> They're just like, hey, I'm turning this off. This is when they clicked away. Not I from, didn't come not to during be the Grammy jokes. But this is when they clicked yeah, away. They were fine with those talking about Bradley Cooper tinkling in front of their <laughs> grandmother. But- I'm out. <laughs> Top five caped crusaders. Okay. So the pool we're pulling from here. We've got Keaton. Mm-hmm. We've got Kilmer. We've mm-hmm. got Clooney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never realized how many K's we've got here. We've got K Christian. K's like Kika. Christian, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Affleck. And <laughs> Affleck. And yep. Ben. Is okay. that it? That feels good. Okay. You know what? Adam West was in a movie though. They made a movie that sure. had all the villains. But I think Ranky very much in groups of five works is better. Is Adam West gonna be in anybody's top five? No. No. Okay, he's out. Except for grandma's. Except for grandma. Uh, number five, George Clooney. I, I think I say. agree with that. Yeah. And he he claims that was his biggest mistake in terms of movies. Yeah. I would say now, that is some, some I, excellent self-awareness. I would yeah, say job, Arnold did play the best on screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you really can't argue with that. That he played the sure. best on screen Mr. Freeze. <laughs> best on screen villain of all yeah. time. Oh, for sure. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm going to I'm gonna take a leap of faith here. My number one is Christian Bale. And yep. not because of faithfulness to the comics, but because of within the world that they set up, he couldn't have done better. Yep. I think he was amazing. I think he played both really well. Because I think what's so fun about uh, Batman, even more than Spider-Man, because Spider-Man just gets to be Peter Parker with a mask on. But Batman kind of has to be different than yeah. Bruce Wayne. Uh, and he does both really well. So yeah, I would say Christian Bale's a number one, and we've definitely got our number five as Clooney. Yeah. Now let's fill in the the meaty part of that sandwich. Now here's here's where I'm going to get controversial. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. Is it Michael Keaton number two? Nope. Whoa, it's Ben. It is controversial. I would I was actually going to say it's Ben too. No, it Ben does a great job with the dichotomy of Bruce and Batman. Well, that and like I have a tendency to discount Ben because of how much I dislike the DCEU. Yeah. But I can't fault him for bad writing in a bad universe. But as as far as portrayal of Batman goes, again, not faithful to the comics, but just a big scary man in a gray suit who punches people. Sure. He does a great job. That's interesting. In I per- like Ben for the opposite reason because I thought he made such a good Bruce Wayne. Interesting. To me. He's, he's a good Bruce Wayne, but to me he nails Nobody's the, chin is better for it. Yeah, yeah that's, he that's, that's real. That's straight out that's real. Books. The physicality is what I'm about. Ke- Keaton's huge. actually my number two. Okay. And honestly... I guess Ben is three, okay, and then Kilmer. So Keaton, Keaton's my three, and then Kilmer four. So we yeah. just reversed so just our two Keaton, and three. Keaton and Affleck are the ones that were kind of in flux, kind of about. in between. Yeah, but I think that gives kind of a good. That's a good spread. But Morgan Freeman obviously is going to be my. He's going to be the best. Yeah. So we're gonna, he's going to be the best yeah. on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I said it as a joke earlier, but the idea of Morgan Freeman as old Batman and Batman Beyond is at least conceptually interesting yeah, to me. I'd agree with that. It kind of is. Some movies coming out this weekend. Uh, there's a couple that might be worth going to the theaters for because at Sundance Film Festival, this flick got a lot of uh, good buzz. Fighting with my family. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is uh, gonna be somebody's money on box office ball. The Rock is in that one. That would be your boy, Dwayne Johnson. So you got Lego Movie and you got Fighting well, with My Family. Well, he's got some high. I mean, that's eighty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now, and it got a ton of buzz. Also coming out, and this snuck up on me, and I think it's an underrated animated series, but How to Train Your Dragon. Three. Yeah. The third installment comes out on February 22nd. Dude, the thing that sold me on it is I watched the first one years ago when it came out, but then uh, do you guys know who Drew Struzan is? Mm-mm. 
poster artist. He draws, like, drew the Star Wars posters. Oh, draws, cool. like, the Indiana Jones posters. Basically, every, like... I can totally... Kind of, like, 80s, like, hand-drawn things, poster. Like, that's what like, they're trying like to do. Like, that kind of vibe. Yeah. That's Drew Struzan. He's in retirement. He came out of retirement to do three pieces, one for each of the How to Train Your Dragon movies. Oh, how cool. Just, like, to get his attention, these have to be at least decently enjoyable. So, I... I they're on my list for a rewatch. Yeah, well, I can tell you there's already been some early watches on it. And it's got 62 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes already. And How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World is at a 98%. That's incredible. Um, so these these have some heart. They've all been rated really high. They've yeah. all been rated really high. And the second one made me cry big tears. Oh, I haven't seen the second one. Oh, my. Okay. Well, Yeah, I've only seen be, the first one. Yeah. That's going to be worth the watch. Um, I want to do a shout out on Mini Mondays. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, good friend of the podcast, friend of mine, Ben Larzabal reached out to me and he had a really thoughtful and encouraging um, email. And he was, uh, first of all, thankful for us trying to help him decide what streaming platforms to use. Oh yeah. Two weeks um, ago. And then he kind of, he, he threw in some interesting stats, just a lot of the stats that we're talking about how like they're, they're raising a family. Like they just had a baby girl. And so um, there's all the statistics out there that are how much TV, if TV at all, for kids, because it's like if they're not interacting more, yeah. then it might not be too good for mm. their. I was raised cognitive. on TV. I turned out fine. Right, I was too. <laughs> but he just wanted some, not necessarily for kids, but he says, okay, so I've got my streaming platforms. What would you recommend in terms of just it's going to be out? It's going to be on that platform. What do you need to watch? Like if I'm going to rank, and we don't have to rank them again, but what are some necessary things just for him to just enjoy the creative work of it? I essentially just a really good show for that's geared more towards kids. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think, one, well, it didn't have to be for kids. He's talking about himself too. Oh, okay. He's like, this is going to be on in the background. Okay. Or if my kid's not here, but okay. regardless, he was kind of using the child thing as a, I'm going to be around the TV a lot more. And I'm raising a kid. I can't yeah. have every streaming platform. Yeah. I can't afford that. Yeah, right okay. Now. I feel that. That's a great question. Um, I think that there are a lot of great, like, comedy options for background watching. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of shows that are worth a a very intense watch the first time through and then after that make for great background noise. Um, honestly, I think... Basically any Mike Sure comedy. Yeah, any yeah. Mike Sure comedy or I even think that Friends, you know, I don't rank Friends up there with great <laughs> comedies, but it's a great background show um, as far as just like fun to have on in the background. Now, I will say there are um, there are some shows out there that sort of transcend that level and deserve to be sat down and watched with great intensity. But um, I think some of that comes down to taste as well. Yeah. And he his basic request or his literal request was help curate the hundreds of options available so I can enjoy some of humanity's, humanity's greatest creative projects without giving up my own humanity. Interesting. I like that. Mm -hmm. Breaking Bad. way to put that. Yeah, if you never Break, watch that, watch Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad. Is my number one television program of all time. Yeah, so. it's up there. I think it's number one for me too. Can't recommend it. High and enough. then I would, I would piggyback Better Call Saul off of that See, if you yeah, really I get into it because that, that that makes it so much more content. Mm. Um, if I'm thinking of a series that you want to binge, I want to give you something that is good throughout. Yes. Yeah. So I'm like things like Lost. Don't those aren't a part of it for me? Right. Um, I think Stranger Things has been so very much do enjoyable. Do Stranger Things. Yes. And if you haven't yet, I would do Stranger and Things. And if you haven't rewatched it in a while because you're waiting, go ahead and it's, yeah, do a rewatch. It, it's great. I yeah. would I would actually say too, if you are, it's it's exhausting and it's hard to like legitimately binge, but you could probably do an episode every two or three days. But Handmaid's Tale has been, yeah. um, mm, it is, it's a good it, one. It, especially in the realm of creative. It's out there. Creative on all fronts. I mean, the shots, 
The camera work. It's a gorgeous The show, writing. Yeah. It's a beautiful show. Something fun that's different is 112263 on Hulu. It's based on a Stephen King novel by the same name. The James it Franco is, one? Yeah. I would say that as a show, it's probably a 7, maybe a 7.5 for me. Right. But like the concept is just so yeah. fun and so interesting. And um, James Franco and um, the girl who plays Sadie, whose name currently escapes me, but um, their chemistry is good. Yeah. Really good. If good I was stuff. to give you just a quick bite to uh, something coming up, uh, one of the things that I got most excited about during the Super Bowl was the commercial that was the first tease for Twilight Zone. Yeah, that Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Peele. Peele. Jordan Peele's bringing it back, and I wonder how much uh, how much room they've given him creatively to also write for this. All the it has to be all the room because right? if that's the case, then this then is probably going amazing. to be something very good. Yep, and and for something as classic as Twilight Zone, if this gets three or four years under its belt with this new version. They might be having trouble saying which was better. Yeah. Um, so Man. here's a here's a title that I've come up with for Jordan Peele, just right off the top of my head, um, and it's based on how much we all admire his work. Can we refer to him as Jordan Peele, the Peele Pulse hero? The Peele Pulse hero. hero? One hundred. Okay. Good. Yeah, I love that. Very love good. That. So yeah, there's a little just taste of what we would recommend streaming. Yeah. Um, on those platforms because there's tons of it and we didn't even talk about all the other stuff that's going to be coming out for Disney Plus soon. So That's the wild card for me. I'm really interested in that. Yeah, for sure. I'm nervous, but I want it. So to close out this episode, I'm going to give us a little tease for the movie we're about to talk about, which is called Abduction. Yeah. With Taylor Lautner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've now said his name again mm. on another episode that we've If you say it three times, he shows up in the mirror. No, thanks. Uh, Shirtless. Not, yeah. Uh, well... Taylor Lawner, Taylor Lawner. Oh, there he is. Oh, look. Oh, wow. He's all ab. Taylor juice. Oh, uh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of Beetlejuice? <laughs> yep. Taylor juice. Um, yeah. Who would you, what actor out there, actually, do we want to do actor or character? We'll decide. Who would you like to be abducted by? Like they're abducting you and holding you for ransom. Um, what actor? My, actor or do, character? I would say actor. 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 We'll do actor. Easy answer for me. Well, I'm probably going to steal it. I'm Carter, and I would love to be abducted by Liam Neeson. I'm Doge, and I would love to be abducted by Lin-Manuel Miranda. I'm Jordan. Ryan Gosling. Ooh. I'd love to just spend a day with him. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's a good dude. I think it'd be fine to spend a day with him and him not talk at all. Because I think he's one of the best non-speaking actors. Does that make sense? Yeah. How does he do it without clenching his jaw, though? Right? He's got, like, how can you... I don't know. Have you seen him try and eat his cereal? He won't do <laughs> I it. I love that video. <laughs> He's not doing it. Funny fade out. Funny fade out. Funny fade out. Funny fade out. Yeah. We're great. Funny fade out. Funny fade out. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.